you decide to market your brand is how you show up in the world. Just Marketing is committed to making a difference through being and building ethical, anti-racist, and equitable businesses. If we haven't met yet, my name is Meg Brunson, my pronouns are she, her, and Just Marketing combines my mission to build a more accessible and inclusive world with my expertise in the digital marketing space. Let's do this. All right, y'all. If you're being performative, you're not just marketing. If you want to market your product ethically, you must eliminate performative behavior. Let's talk about what it means to be performative. So performative behavior is an insincere action taken only to elicit a response or reaction from a specific audience. The term performative gained traction on social media in 2020 with the rise of the Black Lives Matter movement. It was used to call out people and brands who took small, insignificant actions in an attempt to increase social media reach without doing any of the real work. A common example of this is when users posted a black square as their profile photo in order to make a statement about racism. But they never moved beyond that black square when it came to creating change in their life, in their business, or in the world. Performative action is when you want it to look like you're an activist so you can fit in, sell more products, or appeal to a wider net of potential clients but you don't put any real effort into actual reform. You're trying to benefit off the struggles of others, which in this case is Black people. Without action, putting a sign in your yard, posting a vague infographic, or making your profile picture a Black square on social media is all just for show. You're not protesting. You're not donating money. You're not voting to change racist policies. Performative behavior in marketing can show up across various demographics. The phenomenon is apparent among other demographics as well, not just racism and race. In June, brands are notorious for adding rainbows to their social profile, hanging a pride flag outside their store, or having pride sales. But how many of those brands are actually genuine in their support? How many care about change in the other 11 months of the year? And most importantly, how many of those corporations are run by wealthy homophobic shareholders who are actively voting against these minority groups and exploiting the celebration for their own benefit? It can be tough to tell. How can you identify if you're being performative? All right, this is the hardest part, getting real with ourselves. But the first step towards eliminating the use of performative marketing is to start with ourselves. So what can you do to ensure you're not being performative? This can be tough, especially for people pleasers like me. Personally, I tend to get really worried about what other people think, um, which is exactly why I wanted to be sure to cover this topic. You can't control what other people think. You can only control your actions, and you got to get comfortable with that. People are always going to make judgments for themselves, but what really matters is that you know that you are not being performative. If you're just venturing into this world of advocacy, it'll be really hard at first, but know that it'll get easier the longer you're doing this work. Eventually, people will come to understand that this isn't a performance. These are the values that you stand by, that you live by. 
you need to be able to sit down with yourself and ask yourself some questions. Think about why are you doing this? What is your why? Do you actually agree with the statements that you are making? Or are you just following along because it's trendy right now? Now, this trendy question is not a trick question, okay? It's, in a way, it's fine if that's your answer. If right now the reason that you're taking these actions is because your friends are taking them and you want to fit in, that's cool. Acknowledge it, right? Acknowledge it. But you need to ask yourself those other questions. And if the only reason you're doing it is because it's trendy, that is performative. And we need to stop and either stop being performative altogether, stop doing it, or we have to start doing things differently. If you keep reading, listening, watching, however you're consuming this content, and taking further action, you're going to be off to a good start. I've talked about performative actions, and I've referred to the hard work it takes to create real change. But what is that hard work? What are the steps that we actually need to be taking to ensure that we've eliminated the performative action and that we are taking actual, real, impactful action towards change? The first thing we need to do is we need to learn. We need to ensure that we understand the stories and the meanings behind the trends that you're seeing, the trends that you're sharing or participating in. Many of these trends have ties to different cultures. And while your intentions may be innocent, the impact may hurt somebody else. I extend this to things like holidays. We shouldn't be celebrating Cinco de Mayo if we don't know the true meaning behind the holiday for the culture in which it originated in. So step one, we have to be willing, able, and eager to learn. Step two, we need to vote in every election and do our best to know who we are voting for. We have to learn, go back to number one, about the candidates so that we can vote intentionally, so that we can vote with intention. You need to make sure that you can vote in the primary elections and not just the general elections. Some states require that in order for you to vote in a primary election, you have to register with a party. So make sure you do that. This is important because not all Democrats and not all Republicans are created equal. Make sure you know the stance on issues related to LGBTQIA rights, to women's rights, to reproductive rights, to law enforcement, to gun rights. Make sure you know their stance on the issues that are important to you and hold them accountable. If you elect an official into office and they're not making good on their promises, they got to go. They got to go. Communicate with your elected officials. It's their job to represent you at the state or national level. You need to make sure that they know what you want them to do. And if they don't do it, they got to go. Don't elect them again. Vote for somebody else. Third, we can donate. Numerous organizations need donations. I have a list on my website. I will link to it in the show notes. I will link to it in the blog. Um, you can go check out some of those organizations 
donate to the people who are already doing the work. We don't have to recreate the wheel here. You don't need to start the nonprofit. You just need to find the nonprofit that already exists, that's already doing the work, and make a donation to help them do that work better. The fourth thing we can do is we can spend strategically. Let's be real here. Not everybody can financially make donations to charities, whether they're big donations or small donations. It may not be in your budget, right? But there's still things you can do. I encourage you to look at the brands that you're currently doing business with, the companies that you're currently paying already, and see what they value. See who they are making charitable donations to. See what causes they are supporting. I did this a couple years ago. I realized that the company I was using to schedule appointments with online was not, was not aligned with my values. So like the, the calendar link, right? But one of their competitors were. So at that point, I switched from using a different system to using Calendly. Calendly is a Black-owned business. The CEO is very active in activism and in the entrepreneurial world. They are doing a lot of good in the community and in the world. And I'm not spending any more money than I was because the two services are comparably priced. I'm getting the same service, not spending any more money. But I know that the money I am spending is going towards an organization who's making a positive impact in the world. So in a way, even though I'm not like directly writing a check to the charity, the brand that I'm doing business with is. So it's a way that I can choose to work with companies who are putting their revenue and their profits to better use. Another way to eliminate performative action is to participate. All right. Join a protest or join a demonstration. When you arrive, ensure that you're listening and following directions. In most cases, the organizations have been running for years and they don't really need a new voice fixing things. They just need you to show up and be willing to do whatever is needed of you. So I'll tell you, when it comes to Black Lives Matter protests, I've attended a couple, and leadership will instruct whether the white people should go to the front, forming a barrier between police and Black protesters, or if the white people should fall back and allow the leadership to be front and center. White people often um, respond to the chants at the Black Lives Matter rallies, but we do not lead them. All right, we're amplifying the voices of the Black leadership. We are not stepping into a role of leadership. So we need to participate and we need to be intentional about how we are participating so that we are not centering ourselves, but we are supporting the, the cause of the protest or the demonstration. Business owners, how can we ensure we're not being performative? We can pay fair wages. When you are hiring for your business, ensure that you're hiring diverse people at all levels, including leadership roles, and pay according to experience and skill, not any outside factors. We need to minimize that pay wage gap. There's still a huge gap between men and women and an even larger gap between men and black women or men and women of color. We need to eliminate that wage gap. And finally, number seven, the seventh way that we can ensure we are not being performative is to advocate. Continue to advocate for important causes, even when they're not trending. Don't be overwhelmed. Just pick the easiest one. Notice I didn't say easy here, but the easiest for you. And start there. And as you grow, 
So will how you are actively working towards social justice and change. You've got this. It's always hardest in the beginning. And the more you do it, continuously pushing yourself and challenging yourself to dive deeper, to learn more, to advocate harder, to show up more often, to donate more, it'll get easier and it becomes second nature. It's really important, though, that we don't allow time to weaken our advocacy. When George Floyd was murdered in 2020, it felt like that power could last forever, but it didn't. A few months later, the calls for Black Lives Matter minimized. They got quieter. They faded. Until, I feel like they faded, honestly, until recently when, when we had uh, Buffalo, the Tops massacre. Suddenly, Black Lives Mattered again. We can't let our advocacy ebb and flow. Even in between these nationally recognized instances of injustice, we have to continue to advocate for those causes. Ethically marketing your business begins with small steps. I caution you not to pose as inclusive. If you're not participating in helpful action and if you aren't in it for the long run, whenever you speak up about something you believe in, you need to follow through and continue the support just like your brand did in the beginning. Don't worry about judgment. It's okay if other people think you're being performative, especially in the beginning. Just ensure that you know that you're doing things for the right reasons, that you're willing to do the hard work and your actions will make a difference. Okay, y'all. I know this podcast is full of recommendations for ensuring your marketing is just, and trying to remember all the things can be overwhelming. Luckily, you don't have to rely on memory alone. Before you post your next piece of content, be sure to download the Just Marketing Checklist so that you can ensure that everything is as accessible and inclusive as possible. You can download that resource at justmarketingchecklist.com. You may already know, but we've made Just Marketing accessible to you, however you prefer to consume your content. You can subscribe and listen on your favorite podcast player, subscribe on our YouTube channel to watch the videos, or read the transcriptions on the blog and subscribe there as well. I would appreciate honest reviews wherever you are consuming this content. And of course, if you would share this resource with anyone who is or should be on a just marketing journey. Thank you so, so much for being with us again today. I appreciate you and I will talk to you soon. Bye for now.